Hey, everybody, it's Rev DDT, back for another broadcast. Okay, piece of paper, got notes. Okay, so I'm in my room this time. Okay, so like uh, just a couple days ago, my microphone on my phone decides it wants to quit. And the phone's pretty old. It's hit the ground a few times, so, I, you know, great, no problem. Uh, ordered a new phone. Uh, it showed up today, and it's kind of neat, too, because today's my birthday. And, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm 60 years old today. I made it to 60. I didn't think I was going to make it to 30 when I was uh, 16, I think it was. We me and some friends were talking. And, uh, anyway, I'm sitting in my room, and I've got my everything plugged into the laptop. So I'm doing this recording in the room right now. And I'm going to, you know, air it live here in a little bit, or what I call a live broadcast. But it really is live broadcasting. This is where I get off on this whole live broadcasting, even though I know it's recorded and I'm putting it on. I'm doing it right now. It's like 3.35 right now, right? P.M. in the afternoon in Boise, Idaho, Mountain Standard Time. And it's a beautiful day outside. It's gorgeous. I'm wearing shorts still and no shirt and just no shoes. And that's it, man. You know, went for a walk today. It was great. Walk every day. Uh, I uh, chilled out my walk a little bit, stopped walking eight miles and five miles and started just walking, focusing on just walking threes. <clears throat> and I managed to get my sciatic nerve out of the out of out of the joint, out where it was pinched at, and uh, in my hip, and uh, you know, doing the stretching and stuff. You got to do a lot of stretching. I really, really had to bust it. I mean, I had to pull my knee up and jar my leg around, and really just press my hip into that direction where it's, you know, it was on the right side. So I'm like, oh, pushing. I was like, goes pop. I'm like, oh, thank God, man, I could walk that day. I walked five miles that day, and then decided I was gonna start walking three miles after that. Yeah, it released. It's been released ever since. Just keep up on the stretching, guys. You know, because I, I, I just, I took a couple of days off and shouldn't have done that. And, uh, you know, you pay for it, right? Okay. So, I noticed some things happened. And I wanted to share some of that. I also got some other topics, too, while I was sitting here right before I started doing this. Now, I've been setting my setting up my mic and stuff. I was going to do books today when I, when I was planning my morning out while I was walking. I was going to come back and put the books. I, uh, I made some books yesterday and put them online. And then I was going to make some more and put some more online. And I'm sitting here going, wait a minute, you know, because it's, it's that kind of, you know, Halloween's coming up and stuff, right? So I wanted to do that. And uh, yes, I did say I'm 60 today, and I am bouncing around a little bit, but this is all gonna, this is all gonna pan out. I'm building up to something here. So I am 60 today. Uh, October 14th is my birthday. I was born in 1962. I'm 60 years old today, and I made it to here. Didn't think I was gonna make it to here when I was 15 or 16. Me and some friends were kicking back. We were talking. I didn't even see past 30. I couldn't see past 30. So, you know, hey, great. All right, man, I made it to 30. I made it past that, obviously, and here I am, 60. I've actually made it past a few years past what my dad was when he passed away. Um, so, great. And thank you, Father um, God, in the name of Jesus, for uh, my dad, my mom, and everybody, and my family, and for the fact that I got to get, get to breathe the air on this earth. Yeah, man, I'm here with you guys, and here we are. All right, so, 60 years old, made it. Uh, man, I tell you what, <laughs> lately, I mean, okay, this... This is another part of the broadcast today. I'm, we're going to talk about a few things. Let me give you a couple topics here. Actually, I'll give you the topics that we're going to talk about, and then I'm, I'm going to go into them. But it was I, I, one of them, there was a shift that happened from a few days ago when I went through something and I let go of something. And you guys know about that if you listen to the broadcast, because I'm not going to go back into that. But um, but um, a shift happened, and I mean a big shift. It was huge. I couldn't believe it. And it's still having effects. still see the effects. And I'm going to give you kind of a build up of that one. Um, uh, it, this is my, my own life shifted. 
and this is for anybody, everybody. You take information and apply it. If it doesn't work, keep applying it. Just keep applying it. Just keep applying it because I, I'm, I guarantee you sometimes you just have to keep applying things, and it will. If it doesn't, then maybe there's a different way for you. Maybe just alter whatever I'm giving you and, and whatever it is. You know, But what it is is this is all about personal growth, really. I mean, if anything. You know, and um, and uh, and there's a lot of elements that are involved here. And so anyway, I was going to talk about um, uh, the topic I'm going to start it off with here in a minute. Um, I was also I was going to talk about this other topic though too, um, negativity and how it affects us. You know, and um, and I mean, really, it really does affect us, and it's actually really not good. It's really bad. And, and just a light, we're just going to go over these kind of light touch, lightly touch on these things. And then this other one I want to talk about, uh, where we're going to start at, which is dating as a minister now i don't know if you guys realize this but i am a minister and i do take that part of my life very seriously i do work for god he gets me up in the middle of the night and has me go do stuff uh you know things like pray for people meet people and pray for them uh he's laying kicking back in my chair and he'll just have me stop what i'm doing push everything aside and get in my car and drive down somewhere and talk to somebody that i don't even know he has me do this all the time and it's constant it's been going on for a lot of years uh, 30, well, let's see, I said 37 years, and I started saying that when I read one of my business cards the other, my old business card the other day. I started saying that back in 2016, so <laughs> 37 years, so it's from 2016 till now. Add that up, add those days in there, and that's how many years I've been doing it. Okay, so it's a lot of years. I've been doing martial arts for 50 years now. 50 years I've been doing martial arts, man. No kidding. 50 years I've been freaking doing all kinds of stuff for 50 years. I started to a lot of things when I was 10 years old, and I still do a lot of those things. You know, I still camp and stuff like that, and I was doing that stuff when I was 10. You know, it's just, I was not actually when I was a little kid. Fuck, I was five, and I caught a fish out of a lake up here that was um, 23 inches. It was a rainbow trout, and that thing was good, and it weighed five pounds, and it was so good. My family, we ate it all. Me, my brother, my dad, and my mom, before my dad split when I was seven. Now, that was when I was five, and I got a picture of that. I was holding a fish. My mom had these pictures. You know, she took a lot of them with Polaroids and stuff. But she had a picture of that. I remember that camp trip. My uncle bought me the fishing pole. My cousin said, don't fish like this. My other cousin said, come over here, Danny. I'll show you how to fish. And, and it was my cousin Shelly, actually. And I stood by her, and we stood there and fished. And my cousin Kevin was kind of spastic back then. So, And cousin Jeff, he was way, he waded away out there to the lake, in the lake, and he was out there fishing. He was older than us. But I was standing there, and I was the only one that caught a fish that day. And it was um, the point that now, now it was at Anderson Ranch Dam. I'm not kidding you. This is a true story. <laughs> It was really crazy because the camper we camped in was the camper my dad built that I got to sit out in the garage out when he was building out in the garage out on Madison Street. We had a garage. He built that camper by hand, and I watched him build that whole thing because he'd take me out there at night. My mom said, take your son out. Take Danny with you, and I'd go out to, you know, they called me Danny back then. My name is actually Daniel. I went through Danny and Dan phase. I don't know. It was weird, man. People were calling me all kinds of stuff. But I'd be called, whoa. <laughs> and I am fighting eagle, too. God called me that himself. He gave me that name when I was praying and asking for a name. I was a Native American friends, and my, my little brother has a Native American name. I was like, man, well, that's kind of weird. My brother has one. So all my friends, I've had Native American friends ever since I was a little kid, ever since I was six. And Tony Jordan, man, he was my bud, man. We were pals, man, back when we were kids. And uh, anyway, so I'm praying one day, and God gives me a Native American name. <laughs> well, one of my other buddies, Ed Buckley, he's the one that I was told me. He said, you should ask him. He's a Blackfoot friend of mine. He's just showing Blackfoot. He says um, to me, he goes, hey, man, he goes, uh, brother, I go, you should uh, I pray to ask God for for a Native American name. He goes, he goes, he goes. You're worthy of it. And I go, I am. He goes, yeah. 
He goes, I think I know what it is, too. And I go, what's that? And he goes, I can't tell you. <laughs> and he walked off. And I thought, okay, great. So I just started praying, and it didn't come for about three months. But it was when I forgot about it when it came, by the way. I was passed out. I'd been praying for a long time. At night, one night, it was really sick, and I was praying over my desk behind me. And I was I had my face on my Bible, and I had freaking colored my Bible, right? So I, when I woke up, I had been laying there sleeping in the sweat. <laughs> God. The colors on my Bible, it was very multicolored. I colored pages on my Bible, multicolored. I'd still do it. And I colored the crap out of the thing, and I really, I write all over the inside of them and stuff, and color and draw pictures on them and stuff like that. Um, it's not because I'm bored. I, it's part of the way I, res- I, I, I learn that way. It's part of the way I learn. That's why I like doing books while I'm talking to people. While I'm making books, I'll talk to people on the phone and stuff while I'm making books. And the reason why is because I, I, I swear, that's how I, I pick shit. Oh, God. Man, I pick shit up, dude. Man, I pick some stuff up, too. I'm not kidding you. It's like an open freaking channel with no static at all. Boom! I'm getting downloads, downloads, downloads. My friends are like going, dude, what is going on with you? I'm going like, man, I'm just spending a lot of time with God, and I love doing artwork, and I like doing this stuff with my hands when I'm talking to people, and if you see me doing stuff with my hands, I'm getting downloads from God, and it's for you, it's for the conversation, it's in the time, it's right there, and it's always good, and I know I'm talking to the Creator because it always leads me to health, wellness, and well-being, and the well-being of other people. It causes me to care about people's hearts. This is why I do this broadcast. Because it's affected me that radical. That awakening I had eight years ago affected me even more radically than all my life has. And it's still happening. I still haven't calmed down yet. <laughs> I keep going up and down. My palate keeps changing. I can't go on chicken. I can't go on chicken. I can't eat vegetables. I can't eat vegetables. I couldn't eat beans for a while. What the hell? I love beans. Couldn't even eat them. I gagged on them. What am I gagging on beans for? They're freaking made from the, you know, they're earth food. You know what I'm saying? Oh, whatever. You know, I'm just like, go for the ride and don't worry about it, right? That's the way it's wrong. Bruce Lee said it. I like how he said it, man. Go with the flow. <laughs> go with the flow, baby. Yeah, man. So here we go. Am I rambling? No. We're on track. I haven't even started the topic yet. Check it out, man. So, 60 years old, made it here. Great. Thank God. I got a vision for the future. And I feel like, um, check this out today. I felt like I was in my, I was walking and I felt like for a little bit, I was like, Good God, I feel like I'm in my 30s again, and but I feel like I, I'm a little older, a lot wiser, and my knees are a little bit sore, but I managed to, in the process of that today, jog a mile and a half on a three-mile walk. I jogged half of my freaking walk. I jogged a half of my walk today. I haven't been able to jog in years, and guess what I found out? Realized, my, I got to keep my ankle wrapped up still, but my ankle... It's tits up, baby. It freaking rocks, man. It's healed, baby. It's there. It's there. Oh, it's so there. It's so cool. Oh, man, it's so cool. I'm so glad. I'm just so happy about it. I'm like, oh, man, I'm ecstatic. Hey, I got to move something back a little bit because my, my uh, mic is plugged into my interface. My interface is, uh, was on my stool, touching my stool. So glad to know nothing unplugged. So you're hearing some noise and some moving around. I just realized I had to put my foot stool up because my feet were killing me. Um, from uh, being down all day and walking and stuff like that, my feet really hurt a lot. I have real high arches, super sensitive feet, and then the bottom of them are completely numb, by the way, too. Still, they're still numb. Oh, they've been numb for a long time, since last summer. Um, they just uh, got some uh, nerve damages in my knees, my uh, my ankles, and my top of my feet, and in my legs, too, uh, from where I've had some, uh, some... I've gotten a lot of fist fights and a lot of fights and a lot of dog bites and other kinds of stuff down there. Um, a couple of knife wounds, stuff like that, that uh, kind of fucked me up. So anyway, but it's good though because I can walk around on barefoot out there on, on that hot pavement. It doesn't even bother me. 
And I can walk on and punch thorns and then just bounce off now because there's so much callus in the bottom of my feet. I walk around all summer with no shoes on. I can even go in the mountains like that. When I get up the mountains, I take my shoes off. Bam. The only reason why I wear shoes because they make us wear them in the restaurants. And I wouldn't, I would, I, I walk around barefoot in the winter around here. But I do, and I do, and there's snow too and stuff, and it's cold outside, but I don't, it doesn't bother me. What bothers me is when I'm out in the snow too much and I can't go out in the street and walk around in the snow because after a little while, when your feet are wet, they get, they, they, you lose your callus. And then you start stepping on stuff and it really hurts. It's like, oh my God, man. So I try to keep my calluses all year round. The reason why is because, it's because my feet are killing me because of the high arches. It's a, it's a, I found a chiropractor told me just, was, your feet are messed up, bro. And he was cracking my feet a little bit for me because it hurt. And one of my chiropractor's friends um, was cracking my feet and massaging them for me. And he goes, dude, you know what you need to do, man? Um, he goes, he goes, oh, this is going to feel really good. He goes, but you need to start walking around barefoot. And I said, you know what? I've been doing that. But he goes, what you need to do is you need to actually start walking around barefoot a lot without any socks on or anything and get yourself a couple of uh, 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 balls, get a softball and get a hard ball. And get a hard ball, baseball, you know, put it down on the ground, and you stand up on it, something, lean on the countertop, put your feet on top of that, stand on that thing, and roll it around underneath your feet there, and make sure you soften the bottom of your feet up a lot on the inside, right underneath your, you know, the, the fascia, and the, and the muscle, and the, and the tendons and stuff on the bottom of your feet. So you, you don't end up with plantar fasciitis that way. Plus, I got a bar that I roll my f- heels on. I got to do that every three or four days. A bar, sit on a chair, push it real hard, roll my heels out. You crack, get all that crackly out there. He told me if you if you let that stuff harden, you'll get plantar fasciitis. I was like, yeah. He goes, and it hurts really bad. And I go, yeah. He goes, here's how you cure it. He goes, he goes go through the pain. And I went, all right. And he told me what to do. And, he, and it was a wise remedy, old wise remedy kind of thing, right? And it works. It's kept me from having to go get surgeries. It's, it's allowed me to walk miles, endless miles, and miles and miles and miles all these years. I don't stop walking. I walk all year round. Last year I had to because I got I got sick and my and I had some issues with my legs and stuff. I had some other issues going on and stuff, and I had to stop. I, I was real sporadic on walking, but I'm back in it. I'm already in the game right now because I went out and it was colder than crap this morning. Thank God because it's gonna snow. I know it's gonna snow. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I can feel it in the air. God, I can feel it. it's gonna snow this year. I can't wait. And I hope it snows in the valley because um, I like wearing my tracks because I like wearing those things out and walking in the snow. I love it. It's really nice out. But anyway. It's getting cold. The overnight lows in the early morning, cold. There's dew on the ground, cold. It's starting to get a frost one of these mornings. Yeah, can't wait for the first frost. And yesterday I saw a robin, too, was another thing. But here I am walking, I'm looking, like, I'm thinking to myself, I go, man, I'm age 60, and I feel like I'm in my 30s right now, other than just a few aches here and there. That's about it. I mean, my strength. I'm talking about inside me. I'm so glad. I started focusing on the inner man because that made the difference. That made all the difference in the world. When Jesus said, go in your closet and pray, I know exactly what he means by that. He doesn't mean, go. well, you could do this if you wanted to, and some people did. Go into a closet in your house and even get in there and pray. Shut it and leave your wife, lock your wife out or whatever. Some old prophet did that or some old pastor did that back in the 50s or 60s or whatever. And people got on to that and thought it was a good idea. And, I'm, and it was a good idea. I think it was Smith Wigglesworth that did that. I'm not sure. That guy was pretty crazy, man. He like... I won't go, let's not go into that anyway. I'm sidetracking. Here's the thing. As a minister, I take it seriously. My life is serious. That part of my life is serious, very serious, to the point where I understand my authority, our, let's really put this, our authority in God. I know it. I know it. And people, um, if you want to know it and want to understand it so you can walk in power, true power, I'm talking real power. You can. If you pull close to him, he will pull close to you. Drop close to him, he will draw close to you. What I started doing, I didn't have a choice. It was either do that or die. 
because I was dying, actually. And I did die twice on the freaking operating table, but I'm not talking about that, though. I'm talking about just dying. I was dying. I was dying. I was, everything was wrong with me. Everything was wrong with me that you can think of, if you can think of things that were wrong with you. Not real super weird shit, but I mean, you know, super angry, super fucking stressed, super, you know, super fucking depressed. You just listen to my, go back and listen to some of my first broadcasts. My testimony's right there. Listen to everything my testimony's, I've been trying to pour it out. This is it, mate. This is it, bae. This is how it goes, bae. This is it, man. Start with the first man all the way back. It, right after uh, a little, little by a couple of years after I woke up, bam, how they wake him, wham, I'll tell you what. She took off when I got was able to start broadcasting, wham. Thank you, anger.com, because they actually, this, they were prayed, this is prayed in, this is a prayed in thing. I, uh, my whole life has been prayed in. Anyway, we manifest, partner with God. He's a father, he loves you, and but he's real. The creator's real. He's real, people. This is my testimony, and I'm telling you, he's real, he's real. I've been in heaven, I've walked with Jesus, I've talked with Jesus, we talk all, all, constantly, all the time. Buddies, I'm sitting here, we're sitting here this, this morning, just right before this broadcast, I'm talking to him. We're talking about, follow the conversation, people walk by my room, they're like going, uh, well, if they can, they walk up to my room, they're listening, they're like, man, that guy's talking about something. No, 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 no. He answers me on the inside, I hear his voice within me, but it's not just in my, between my ears, it's in my heart, too, and in, in my throat area, and up in my and, and up in my nostrils, and up in my sinus area, too. I mean, and there's a fragrance, and there's also this, yeah, sometimes it's like honey, oh my God, it's great, and there's sometimes there's color, if I close my eyes, you can see emerald light, just emerald, and sometimes I can see this really beautiful emerald green, and it's amber color, just kind of pulsating, and it's like, wow, man, and purple sparkles and stuff, well, I'm, wow, this is great, I'm closing my eyes seeing this, it's not because there's artwork around me, it's not because I'm an artist, this is, I, it's blank, and it starts, and I'll see images, I'll see all kinds of freaking, oh my god, man, when I'm meditating, the stuff I see when I'm meditating blows me in my mind, especially the geometric shapes and, and forms that I've seen are just mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing, Blo just mind, I can't even describe them, they're uh, mind-freaking-blowing, man, oh my god, it's so cool, and you just lay there going, wow. You know, I'll lift up out of my body and float off and do something, or walk off if I want to, or dance off. The other day I spun, I was spinning. I can't even do that with my body because I get sick. But I'm spinning around right outside my door, right out here on the carpet. Yeah, outside my door, outside the carpet, while my body's laying in here on my chair. <laughs> oh my God, it was cool. It's so cool, man. And it's so wonderful, man, to be able to actually go out because I feel so free, man. I can do what I want. Take on any shape, any form I want to, outside my body. And your bodies are wonderful. And did you know that your body and your soul—they're—they're they're one. Your spirit, body, soul, whatever, however you want to look at it, you're one. And you and the universe—that mind, the one universal mind—is wonderful. That's God's mind. We're one with God. What's God? People call source, or they'll say the universe, but it's beyond. It's, he's beyond the universe. Within it, yeah, it's within everything. See, that's the whole point, though. And you are I am, by the way. You are I am. I am I am, too. Uh, that, that was the burning bush is the aspect of it. The truth is we all are I am. We are that image. We are the creation, created image. We are that image we're born in. And this is where I'm going to get into this, and we're going to talk about this thing right here. So here we are, and I'm a minister, and I'm like, I want to find a suitable mate, right? Because I, I just really want to have somebody to actually share with and, and build with, man. I got a friend of mine, um, my lady friend, Mrs. J, who knows who she is if she ever listens to this broadcast. Sure and I are a lot alike, and we see eye to eye on a lot of things, but we're also very different, too, in a lot of ways. <laughs> way, way a lot of ways. But here's the thing, though. 
um, wavelength, though. We're on the same wavelength. Have you ever been on the same page with somebody and they were like a close friend, gal, pal, or, or but me and her, we're, we were we were romantic a while back, you know, a few years back, and we still kind of are towards one another, too, in a way, because we still have that. I got to move my table back, so here we go. I can move it away from my stool. There we go. So anyway, um, you know, we're, we're buddies, though. I mean, we, we've been on the same wavelength, and we just really able to really talk. I can talk about anything with her. I mean, I've talked about, like, supernatural stuff, not not just normal conversations. You have small talk with people. I'm, we go deep. But that's all it always, always is with all my friends. Well, all my friends are like that. My brother Vinny, man, he's, man, hey, guys, we've been pals for a lot of years. And that sunk in quick, too. It was like, bam, we hooked, bam. It was like, wavelength. We're on the same wavelength. You guys find these like-minded people that you can, like, be pals with. This is a good thing. And you're rich if you have them kind of friends. And that's what you're looking for. Well, you're also looking for that in a maid. <laughs> you don't want to get psycho. You don't want to get crazy psycho. You don't want to get control freak. You don't want to, you know, I'm talking guys and girls. You're all listening. I looked at my <laughs> analytics again. It's still the same. Mostly male. It was mostly female, and it switched to mostly male. And there's a, about a, a third third female, a little bit, little bit more a third female audience. Well, I'm, I'm talking to all you guys. You're looking for certain qualities in people. To, to hook up with if you're doing that. Well, you know, I would like to, I, I like, would like to actually have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to travel, I'm going to get a motorhome and go out on the road and do a road show. Somehow, it's different, weird, I don't know, whatever the fuck I'm going to do, I'm going to do a road show, I'm going to buy a bunch of cameras and stuff and do a road show. And I got a couple cameras I'm going to start with, but I got a road show I'm going to do. And I'm going to do this, uh, cooking in the motorhome, you know, or something like that. Or, or pe- I'm going to go do, go and interview strange people and strange shit or people that have had strange things happen to them or whatever. Just do this, because I got this idea. I have this heart to do this, and I already know how to do the editing and all that crap. I do that stuff. It's just what I do, so, you know, I figured all this stuff out, man. I mean, all this recording and everything, my software, just the waves going right by there. Like, oh, yeah, man. We're up into 21 minutes now. I'm not going to keep us, keep us, we're going to hit, hit into this really quick here. The build-up, right? But um, we're, we're actually already in it. And Danny thinks, I'm looking for a suitable mate. It's hard, man. So you got to pick, you know, you know, you, you know, you, wherever you fish at, your pond, you got to think about your pond, you know, and the quality of fish you're going to get from your pond and things like that and what you're looking for and stuff. And, and really, um, you really got to look at look at your future, too. What you see towards the future? I, I have a vision for my future already. I've already got a mission. I know why I'm here. I know what I'm doing. I know, well, I know how to do it, too, by the way. You go with the flow. That's how you do it. Anyway, I know how to do it. I know what's going on. I'm manifesting thing I left and right. Boy, I'll tell you what, man, you're manifesting. I look across the room and I'm looking at my, I've got a Firefly guitar, by the way, electric guitar, and I was writing, right before I did this podcast, I freaking recorded something that was badass with that guitar, and that guitar is awesome, oh my god, it's awesome, I love that guitar so much, it's my favorite guitar now, it looks like an SG, and it's green, it's maple cut, so it's beautiful, god, I love it. And I've been talking lately about green light and stuff, oh, got more information about that, yeah, that was pretty cool, man, pretty cool stuff, you know. How that, how that just like, uh, uh, meditating on green light. I was meditating on the green light yesterday, and I'll tell you what, man, do it, do it. Just focus on green light, and within, within you, and focus it coming into you as all, as well as emanating out of you, because it's doing both anyway. So, do that, and then, you know, just follow, just follow the green light. Follow the green light when you're meditating. Follow your breath into the green light as you follow, follow. Okay. I was watching Orient Express over there on my big giant TV, but it's over with now, so I'm going to turn off the... And the reason why I'm watching it without volume down is because um, it's kind of interesting uh, energy. That was pretty cool. Uh, that was a good movie, uh, the one with Johnny Depp in it. That was pretty cool. So anyway, 
I'm looking at my Firefly and I'm going, my manifest that guitar. I thought it up, man. I just said what I wanted. Like a few years ago, I couldn't find anything like this. And I said, man, I got... It's a Gibson guitar, by the way. It's made by Gibson, and it's a Firefly, and it's beautiful. It's sealed. The whole guitar sealed, too. It's great. It's freaking so nice. There's no way... It just... My God, I just love playing it. And I've had it for a couple of weeks, you know, a few weeks. Manifest is some other things. There's a... I got a microphone stand here that's connected to my desktop right now. This sitting right here, and I got a uh, came with a pop filter, which I love. And I got it all set up, and that's what I'm doing on my broadcast line right now. You know, manifest that. I manifest other things too, man. Well, we all do that, don't you guys? I mean, think about it, you do. Well, why do we stop when we do that? Why don't we think that we can manifest a mate? And that the mate will come to us. Why do we think that we have to go out and chase one? Guys, girls, stop chasing. That's the whole problem. We all chase. And what do we do when we chase? We push it away from us. Did you know that? You push away what you desire when you chase it. That's the simplest way I could put it. And it is the absolute God-honest truth. It is. Okay? Go with the flow. Flow's not chasing. It'll come to you. Don't fret. It will come to you. Don't worry. It will come to you. Don't be anxious. Be anxious for not, right? But pray in all things. You've heard that. That's, you know, out of, out of, out of, that's out of Philippians. Right? On the New Testament. Check this out, man. It's actually true. If you do if you are anxious, you notice what happens? It takes you away from thinking noble. Check this out what happens. We'll get into the shift you by later. Right before I have. Check this out what happens. Goes into freaking breakdown, okay? Breakdown was this. When I was in heaven and Jesus was talking to me, the first thing he talked to me about was faith. And he said, Don't compartmentalize your faith. Everybody does that and it's wrong. Live it. I was like, okay, and then he got me a big old huge freaking wonderful freaking vision of what that looked like, and I was like, wow, you know. And then we're, and then you know, and then he, and then he says to me this. He says, he goes, they just don't understand. He goes, they really don't understand. It keeps them, it keeps them far away from me when they do that. And I says, do what, Lord? And he says, not walk by faith. And I says, but he says, when you compartmentalize it, what ends up happening is you ends up putting your faith in a box, and allowing only that box to be the filter. You filter everything through. And that's it. But faith isn't like that. It's lived. It's a whole other thing. What Jesus demonstrated to us when he was here on this earth, and if you look at what he did, it was all about faith. It was all about how he talked a lot about it, too. And he demonstrated and said, oh, use your faith, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then went blah, blah, blah. Lad, blah use your faith. You know, like, not to disrespect, blah, blah, blah. But you know what I'm saying. Yada, yada, yada. And you know what I'm saying? He did it, he did it, he did it. What he did, what he did, it was faith. Yes, yes. You know? And so... Anyway, so check it out, man. Negativity. It's, it's this is one of the topics here, and we're going to go right into it. Faith and negativity do not exist in the same place. They do not, if they do exist in the same place, they don't, faith, faith will always overcome anything if you just be, use boldness, apply your boldness, and step up and do it, which we call courage. You know, and, you know, fear is the opposite. And where is, where is fear with it loves its company, right? Fear does. <laughs> Misery loves company. Fear is such a miserable thing, and it loves negativity. And negativity and fear feed each other so well. They fit together so well. They're like bedmates. Oh, they are the bosom buddies. They are bosom buddies. Check it out, man. They are totally are. Negativity breaks down. Messes your brain up, right? It totally does. Not could. I'm not kidding you. I'm sitting here reading this book by Carolyn. Dr. Carolyn Leaf, right? I know this stuff because I've been studying it for years off and on, but I was refreshing my mind on some things, and I'm re what's happened is I've, I've gotten reconnected with uh, something that was, well, off balance, and it's back on, and thank God I'm back in the groove. Thank you, Jesus. Back in the groove, you guys. 
back on your grade. We'll talk about that too, man. But anyway, she's talking about how our thinking changes our brain, physiology, and our thinking. And But check this out. Right in your face reminder. Remember this, man. Your thoughts are dictating your life. Your thoughts are creating your life, by the way. Yeah. Okay. With all the elements and shit we got around us, your decisions, they bring you up to a certain point. But your tra traumas and stuff that happened to us when we were kids, whatever, bad, even bad social upbringings or just our friends, peers, everything that we've gone through, our environment, everything everything about our environments. Everything, and I've been talking about this for weeks now, about environment, how it fucking important it is to have a good, rich environment, you know, and, and not have a poor, poverty-stricken, but you can still still have happiness in there. I, I'm, I'm, my, my environment's not that, not, not that pleasurable at all, and I'm happy as crazy as happy. I'm happy as can be, man. But it's not really happiness. So let, me, let me rephrase that. I'm full of joy all the time because I know something. I know a lot. I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm about, and I know why the freaking hell I'm here. And guess what else I know? A bunch of other stuff I didn't know. And I'd like that because I discovered, I've been discovering stuff in spirits crazy. You have a spirit, man. You can get out of your body. You can walk around. Don't be afraid. It is the most freedom you can freaking experience probably. And oh, God, is it fun. Oh, my God, is it fun. Okay, let's get on with this. Negativity. God, you should have hope. If you're not living by hope, come on. You're in a negative zone. Negativity. Okay, you know what? Check this out. Okay. Um... We were not create our true state of creation back boom, they gave back very way, 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 way back before the whole fall thing and um, whatever, you know. The knowledge of truth, the good and evil, that's what they ate off of. They ate off of the, the knowledge. They ate from, they ate, they took into themselves the knowledge of good and evil, Adam and Eve. They took it into themselves and that became their, their default mindset now, their running mindset. That's it. That's what happened, okay? To them. Just basically, straight up, knowledge of truth, good and evil. They ate from that. They shouldn't have. They weren't told a lot, whatever. Okay. So a lot of things all fit together to make that all happen. But here's the thing. Spoiled humanity. Whatever. We're not spoiled people. No, we're not. God already restored us through Jesus. It's already happened. A lot of people don't seem to realize that. And anybody that judges you, judges you, they're standing on the outside of that. Because guess what? It is. You just have to believe. All you have to do is believe. Just believe. Just believe. Just, that's it. It's so simple. Oh my God, it's so simple. <laughs> okay, going down 30 minutes. Okay, we're cool. Our normal original state was that we were freaking born. There was no negativity. God doesn't even like it. Talks about it all throughout the whole freaking trek through the desert with the children of Israel. And you can talk to him about it too if you want to, but also you can just go read it for yourself. And you can read what's said at the end of those treks and the, the stuff that God did. Watch and see everything. And here's another thing, too, by the way. I'm going to say something else, too. If you don't think God, like, raises up people to punch people in the nose, sometimes he does. Cool look at the Old Testament because he does do that. That's just something I wanted to throw in there because there's, there's a reason why I said that. And it's because of this. It's because there's sometimes, there's sometimes you have to go after the things in life that you desire. Like you're going to punch it, punch out anything that gets in the way. To get that thing. And I heard this a long time ago. The kingdom of God suffers violence and violence taken by force. When I heard that, I could see how that was like being happening to the people who were getting oppressed by the freaking religious leaders and the violent. The religious leaders were violent. They were beating them up and stuff, literally. They were taken up by force and they were shutting out the people. And they were also, Jesus rebuked them, said so they weren't even going in themselves. They were just denying everything and, and denying it for themselves, too. So I mean, it was a pretty freaking screwed up time when he came. 
But think about this, though. You have to go after the things you want pretty much with viol- in a violent way, so to speak. In such a way that you're so aggressive about it that you're not going to let anything stop you. That is where faith, your faith kicks in. If faith in overdrive is a good thing, okay? As long as it's not toxic faith. Toxic faith is where you're freaking trying to, you're running around being a religious freaking zealot and you're freaking pointing your finger at everybody and you're condemning them and running your mouth about their lives and stuff publicly and doing all kinds of slander and stuff. And that's all negative work. You see that? You see how that's not life-giving? Our original design is to be life-givers. Jesus came here and did that very thing. The mindset of Jesus is a life-giving freaking mindset. It's straight up. And not only that, he did that and literally gave us the Holy Spirit. When you ask him to come into your life, you literally get the Holy Spirit who causes you to start to shift into your true self. If you want your higher self, do that. That one thing, don't deny it. Because you're denying us all. You're denying all of humanity if you're not living your true self. If you're not living your higher self, you're not evolving. If you're not evolving, you're going backwards. You're not staying in one place. You're dissolving, not evolving, dissolving. Not evolving, but dissolving. Do you want to evolve? We're here to grow. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. I said the other uh, last week or something like that. Yeah, last week I said, I said, hey, we're here. The, what we're here to do, we're here to enjoy life. Guess what? Okay, that's the short version. Give, let me give you a little bit more of a broader version. Back up just a little bit. How, what do you mean to enjoy life? You're supposed to be full of light and filling with light and change, growing. We're here to grow. And how do you do that? You can't grow if you're not enjoying life. You're growing backwards, not going forward. Don't think it's true not because you're dissolving. Guess what? Uh, your body's breaking down. You have diseases. You have sicknesses. You have you catch flus. You catch colds. Shit happens right like that, right? But you're not, the reason why is because you're knocked off of your freaking original track. You're not walking in wisdom, the wisdom that's inside of you that says you should probably be taking extra zinc in the summer, in the winter, you know, because that actually is what's in all the cold medicine, by the way. And I started doing that when I found that out and I did it. And guess what? I don't get colds in the winter. I, yeah, I have a runny nose all winter, but I don't get colds. <laughs> and if I back off of my zinc, but I up my zinc, I take five 50-gram tablets a day, right? That helps me to actually urinate, too, by the way, guys, because that's a prostate thing, and you guys should be taking that much at least. Like five of those a day, that's what I have to take, because I have to take a lot of medications every day, too. HIV medications and other medications, too, my different stuff. And guess what? It's toxic. And yeah, yeah, it really is, too. Yeah, in the waste area, when you're peeing, it really stinks. And sometimes there's silt, and it hurts like crap, but it's not gallstones, thank God. <laughs> You know, or whatever you call those stones, you know, freaking urine tract stones or whatever. No, the silts are not even used to that. It doesn't worry. I've fucking years. I've been living in pain for so many years. It doesn't matter anyway. I'm fucking used to it at this point. <laughs> but check it out, man. I got to use a bunch of freaking uh, supplements to counter all those crazy things. So I got freaking pH balances right enough so I can digest my food. All kinds of crap. You know, it's just weird. We all have to go through it. We all have to do that. But that's not what I'm talking about, though. Those things are good, but negativity brought all those things into my life. Something negative I was doing, something that wasn't, that was working against my higher self, my true self, against me. I was working against myself. Self-sabotage is in that, in that category, guys. You know, are you catching this? Some of you guys are, some of you people are actually dealing with that. And you, and you, you self-sabotage yourself on something. You're in fear. And fear is the negativity. It's not going to go anywhere. You're, you're in a station. You're dissolving, not, evol- not living. You have to grow. You're here to evolve, to grow. 
and that and to to enjoy life. If you enjoy life, you'll grow. If you don't, she won't. Just straight up, man. So, you know, and your breakdowns, man. I mean, my whole life, my all my testimonies is, is an example of both sides of that coin, you guys. I'm serious. My testimony up to this point definitely isn't even more seen. <laughs> so first half of my life, well, well, weird. Second half of my life, well, from 50 to 60, well, kind of a little strange. <laughs> it was, ooh, what a hell of a roller coaster ride. Hit 60, wonder how long it didn't go for a lot of pans out. It goes, levels off, and, uh, plateauing out. Yeah. We're cruising, and there's, you know, like, remember, like, Luke, man, fucking in freaking uh, New Hope, right? Star Wars movie, right? New Hope, and Luke's, like, cruising. They're cruising in a speeder, and they're freaking, you know, Luke and freaking, uh, you know, uh, C-3PO and freaking uh, uh, R2-D2, you know, and what's his face there? Uh, ben, old b one kind of no big. And they're cruising along, and you see them in the speeder, and they're going, how? Running off the ground, you know, and then one desert scene, they're cruising, that's freaking cool. Yeah, man, that's the cruise, baby. That's the groove, man. Yeah, let's go smooth out. Let me be honest. Everything shifted last week when I let go of that whole situation with, um, you know, a family member and stuff. You guys know about that. And um, <laughs> I'm not going to go into exactly what I saw um, because I'm still trying to piece it together, still trying to figure out. But um, I am going to say this. Um, it was very strange. It's, uh, some days moved around for me, and I ended up with my birthday on a Friday instead of a Wednesday. When um, on the whole freaking year, my birthday's been on a Wednesday. I've been looking all year long. I mind my birthday all year long. I watch it and I watch it. I mean, because shit changes sometimes all my weeks, and I've lost days and got gain, gain, gain days. Went backwards sometimes, went forwards in time. If you go listen to all my podcasts, all the way back to the very first one, start listening to them all the way through, you'll hear. <laughs> all this stuff, man. There is crazy crap happening, man. And I'm telling you, we don't know. Even a, I barely even know a teeny tiny dust speck of what's going on, and I don't even know what that is. I'm going like, wait, do I know this? Does that really happen? Well, my God, this is happening. It's crazy. It's so cool. Shifts. Shifted back to my freaking right timeline. That was what I noticed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no way. I'm so happy about it. I've been ecstatic ever since I figured it out. It wasn't hard to figure out, though. I was sitting there talking to my lady friend, Jay. And we're talking, and all of a sudden it just dawned on me. I went, oh, my God. When I let that go, all those trauma shifts, everything shifted away. So I let it all go. I let everything go that day. I let everything go that day. I'd been cutting away all kinds of soul ties and all of a sudden up to that point. But I really, all that work paid off. Everything's paid off. And I'm walking today, and I realize I can jog because my ankle for the first time isn't hurting. And I feel like I felt the back of it when I took the first couple of jog steps, and there's no tension back there. There's no tension on the back side of my ankle where it ripped those te- those ligaments off. And I took my sh- shoe off, and I got home to rub it on it. And guess what? <laughs> it don't feel like a razor's edge anymore. It feels like the other side on my other ankle. It feels like my other ankle is nice and smooth back there now. Oh, my God. <laughs> back on the original timeline, man. And all this information is just downloading. It's coming up from the ground. It's coming up from, coming from everything around me. It's coming inside from down, down from the top, down from outside of me, shooting down in through my crown and all the way down into my body. I can feel it vibrating through my body all the time. Uh, when I just sit here and just, just relax, I can feel the energy of information flow through my body. And it's the strangest thing I've ever, ever felt in my life. And but it's the one of the most wonderful feelings too and I feel like all my cells in my body and all my all, all the atoms in me and outside and around me are all 
things happened. Things happened. It was just amazing. It's been the most amazing day. And the strangest thing is, is that it's been like that for a week. <laughs> and it's getting better and better every day. Thank God. And you know, I'm not like riding on a high, you know, or a low. We hit the even point and we're in the middle and we're squeezing, squeezing the election wave on both sides. I mean, side the wave. I mean, on one top or the bottom of the wave. Inside of the Inside the wave. Fuck yeah. And it feels like home. I actually feel like myself now, which is strange because I haven't felt like myself since I was eight years old. That's true. And all that journey, all that journey, finally I feel like myself. I had some really cool things happen and visions and stuff when I was meditating that I haven't talked about that I'm going to bring up here in the next few weeks. One of them is the uh, library that I visited and, and uh, the different things that I had been thinking about, all these things that I've seen and visited, places I visited through meditation and things we've, I've done, been doing at night too when I'm sleeping, when I finally do get to sleep and I do get to get out of my body and I do get to sleep sometimes and I can leave my body when I sleep too now, which is really cool. I just stand there and watch myself and then go, wee, take off through the roof and go off and do whatever. And the cool thing is, is that things that I've been been finding have been so wonderful but there is a lot of darkness out there and a lot of evil too and we have to be careful and um, I know that I'm not alone Christ is in me he's also surrounds me and sometimes we go together he'll be next to me in body you have a spirit man by the way you can have a physical form in the astral you do have an astral body by the way you do have an astral body tell you this today that is the truth you do it's not a demon it's not demonology it's, it's the way we're built man uh get outside your body go check some things out but you do not at least don't leave your body if you're in fear do not do it if you're in fear overcome your fear first before anything else overcome it become fearless then then press for that i was hoping it would happen and it did that's all I mean, I was hoping, I was like, man, I wouldn't mind getting out of my body. I wouldn't mind seeing what that's like. And then I remember saying that, too. It was like in 2009. It was like fucking 2014. Man, I tell you would change everything. <laughs> Planetary alignment had an effect on me. Even crystals now have an effect on me, which is mind-blowing because none of that stuff did before. I thought it was dead, but it does. I thought people were nuts that were like me. I'm different. God led me to this. I cried out for him to show himself to me, to show me his face, and I've seen his face. I've seen him, he didn't die, I'm not dead, what the hell's up with that? I've seen him, I know who he is, I know who he is. I walked with him, we talked and walking every day. And when I'm in conversations with him, he's answering me like I'm talking to you right now, like if you were talking to me, sitting in the room talking to me, and answering me, and we were having a conversation, exactly what he's doing with me, and I'm going like, what is this mind blowing? How do you know it's God? Because it always leads me to to freaking life, never to harm myself or anyone else, but to always build somebody else up, besides myself, tattoo. It's shameful the things we do to each other. It's shameful the things we do to ourselves. And it's shameful that we do it in the eyes of God, who's watching all the time. The all-seeing eye, remember? Whoa, that got quiet. All right. 
so ashamed so many times of some of the things I've done and said. Some of the ways I've acted towards people, and, and it's just wrong. I've been wrong so many times, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to do everything I can to live in peace with everybody. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Even if it gets crazy. Because I always tell people first, man, just don't fuck around with me, please. And they usually don't, so, you know. But I'm just, I'm just a little insignificant dude, man. the creator all of us do including our enemies who are really not our enemies if the um, evil was taken away and it was all locked up and nobody could be evil towards anybody anymore guess what we wouldn't even see skin color we wouldn't see anything different with anybody we would see us all the same and we would be together because we already are one and that's where I'm wrapping my broadcast up you guys <laughs> I love you so much whoever's listening to this broadcast these broadcasts, thank you for tuning in. Peace out, baby. Don't touch your dial, because I will be back. <laughs> Broadcasting live across the universe, this is Web DDT.